Zok the Gemara. Samachalo from Rav. Bechain beheicho, bechain bamezbeach. Okay, we said that the same way the sprinkling was done um, in the heichol, the same thing was done on top of the mezbeach hazov, on top of the golden mezbeach. Okay, turn around, the rabbis learned, and so should we. Let's get going. The kohen gadol is mechaper in the kodesh hakadoshim zel lefnai v'lefnim. This is referring to the the kodesh hakadoshim. What does it mean, the Oyomayid, the tenth of meeting? What does that mean? We're not referring to Oyomayid that traveled with us in the Midbar. We're referring to Zahechel. It's referring to the Hechel, otherwise known as the Kodesh. Mizbeach. What is the Mizbeach? Kibashmai. Right? It's the altar to Mizbeach. As it sounds, Yechaper, he should atone. What does that mean? Elu Azares. This is referring to the Azares, that also the Kedusha needs to be kept. The holiness needs to be kept in the Azor, properly in the Azares, in the courtyards. Okay, let's keep going through the psukim, hakaihanim, kimashman, only the kahanim, am hakol, elu Yisrael, who's the am hakol, the nation that's gathered together, that's referring to Yisrael, it's referring to Kal Yisrael, right, the regular people who are not kahanim and levim, yichaper, elu alevim, interesting that it goes from kahanim to Yisrael to levim, hoshvukula nekaparachas, the Pesach's letting us know that there's one kapara, there's one action of atonement, that's going to be done on behalf of every Yid and Kali. So whether you're a Kayan Yisrael or a Levi, Shakula, which is Shakula Mishchaprim B'Sayra Mishtaleach B'Shara Veres. That the Sara Mishtaleach, what we know, the, the Sara that gets sent away, the goat that gets sent away, what we know as the Sara Lazazel, is what creates an atonement for, uh, for all the other Averis that have not yet been atoned for. Divrei Rebbe Yehuda. This is the opinion of Rebbe Yehuda. Meaning there's one action. There's one action that's going to help, that, that's going to atone for everything else that still needs to be atoned for, and that is the Sar Lazarus. The same way the blood that's sprinkled inside the Kaidish Akadashim is Mechaper for all the Kaidish for things that are holy. So to the Damapar, the, the sprinkling of the blood is what is Mechaper. For somebody who does something, you know, who, who does an avoda or goes into an area of the harabayas in a state of tumah, in the same way the vidui, the confession done, the vidui said on the sara mishtaleh is mechaper on Yisrael for other averis. So, in other words, beforehand we learned a connection between the process of the bull and the goat, and now we're learning out. There's also similarities in how to understand the atonement that each one is giving me, right? The atonement of the, 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 the par. And in this circumstance, the sending away of the sara mishtalech, okay? As opposed to the blood application of the goat that he shechted, here we're talking about the sawyer that got sent away. Okay, period. End of that discussion. From here on forth, for the next little while, the Gemara is now going to go back to yesterday's daf and explain to us go through this process of what we discussed in the Mishnah what happens when something goes wrong during the sprinkling process for example the Mishnah told us we learned the whole process the sprinkling of the bull blood the sprinkling of the goat blood what happens if the blood spills out okay so we, we mentioned a machlokas about what needs to be done if, uh, if now you need more blood you, everybody agreed you have to go back and shecht another animal. 
But the question then became, what happens when you are now restarting? You completely restart, you pick up where you left off. What are the sources? What's the background for that? We never really got into. So let's get cracking on this. Tanu Rabbonon. The rabbis learned. That's why they're rabbis. Let's go. And the Kayin completes uh, uh, getting a kapara inside of the Hechel. Not inside the Hechel, I'm sorry. This is referring to the kapara that took place in the Kedosh HaKadoshim. From here, we say, Already did some of the sprinklings of the blood. He didn't complete the process, but he started sprinkling, and then the blood spills out. You got to go get more blood. And you start all the way back for the beginning. Okay? All the way back from the beginning. Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon, Rav Lazar, and Rav Shimon say, Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon, Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon say, "Einoi maschil ella mimakayim shapasak." You don't restart the whole process; rather, you only need to restart mimakayim shapasak in the place where the kain, where the blood spilled, right? Whatever he was up to when he lost the blood, that's where he restarts. Gamaras matanis b'shepefnim v'nishbachadam. What happens if he completed all of the sprinklings that needed to be done inside the kodesh hakadoshim? And then the blood spilled out. You've got to bring more blood. And you go back and you restart the sprinklings, not of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, but you restart the sprinklings of the Heichel. What happens if he, if he uh, put out some of the blood in the Heichel, then the rest of it spilled out? He brings other blood. And then he starts again and restarts, uh, you know, we'll call it... The Kaddish HaKadoshim had its own, is considered one set of sprinklings. And if something went wrong during that set, you need to restart. The Heichel had its, was considered a new set. And therefore, if during the, the sprinkling of the Heichel, the blood spilled out, you, you don't need to go all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, you, it's like the, these games, you know, where you gotta beat, you gotta, gotta beat the round to move on to the next round. Yeah, you know, once you lose, you gotta restart the whole game over, right? Yeah? So, or, or do you just pick up where you left off? So according to the Tanakama, if it's spilled inside the Heichel, you don't restart the entire Zahal back to the beginning of the Kedosh you just restart the beginning of the Heichel. No, you could just pick up right where you left off. What happens if he now completed the sprinklings? I finished all the sprinklings of the Kedosh HaKadosh. And I finished all the sprinklings of the Heichel. So I'm done with the sprinklings, and then the blood spills out. Guess what? You still need to get more blood. For what pipes? Why do you got to do that? Because, remember, we also had the, after you sprinkled in the Kadesh HaKadoshim, and you sprinkled the Hegel, the Kain Gadol then went and took his finger and dabbed blood on each corner of the inner Mizbeach. The, the, the Mizbeach has up. So he has to go get more blood for that process. Alright, if it spills out in the middle of the process, then you gotta go back to the beginning according to Tanakama. Rabbi Shimon always they're consistent with their opinion. If the blood spills, agreed. You gotta go get more blood. However, you could pick up from wherever you left off. You don't need to restart a particular category. What happens if you finish dabbing the blood on the Mizbeach? So I finished all three processes of the blood. The sprinkling in the Kaddish HaKadoshim, the sprinkling in the Hechel, and the placing of the blood on the, on the inner Mizbeach. 
Everybody agrees that you don't need to go back and get more blood. Why would I? I finished all three. The answer is because part of the Avaidah was that following the, mizbe- the inner Mizbeach application, they would, the Kayangadu would go ahead and pour the blood by the base of the Mizbeach, whatever blood is remaining. So you see from here that if the blood spills out before he pours it on the base, it's still okay. Pouring it down the base is only, if there's extra blood, pour it down the base. But it's not an essential part of the avoda. Hence, therefore, if, you have, if the blood spills out prior, you don't need to get blood to, uh, to pour out. Yeah, it's like some people think on Erev Pesach, there's a mitzvah to do beer chametz, right? So what do you do? You go to schnooks, you buy a dozen donuts to burn. Throw it into the, into the fire. Eh, you don't got to burn your chametz, yeah? If you have chametz, you burn Right? There's no mitzvah to go ahead and, and buy chametz, special to burn. Right? So same thing over here. If you have extra dam, okay. So the avayda is, you go ahead and pour it on the base of the mizbeach. You got to go, if it spills out and it's just not available, for say it's not ma'ak of anything. Amar v'yechen says, by the way, this whole dispute about whether you go back to the beginning or whether you pick up from where you left off. Shnei mikrech darshu. The machlokas is based on the one pasuk. And there's a dispute how to darshan the Pasuk, how to understand the Pasuk. What is the Pasuk? Shtetan Torah. It says in the Torah, dam chatos hakipurim achas bashon. From the dam of the chatos of, the, of Yom Kippur, of, of atonement, achas bashon, which is once a year. What does this Pasuk teach me? Remeir Remeir says, now Remeir is usually the Tanakhama. Remeir Remeir says, chatos achas amartilach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, listen to this, this is so basic. One chatas is what you're supposed to bring. One sprinkling, and not two sprinklings. Period. Let me explain what just happened. This is such a, a, uh, this is a very simple concept, but it needs a little bit of a background. Here we go. So, if we understand the word chatas echad, to mean one blood of one chatas. So now let's think about it. Let's pause. Let's just picture the story. The Kohen Gadol walks into the Holy of Holies, does all of his sprinklings. He walks into the Kodesh, into the Hechel. He starts his sprinkling, and the blood spills. So we said in the Mishnah, okay, well, you got to sprinkle some more. You gotta, so you got to go shecht another animal. The Shiloh becomes, do you now need to restart or do you just pick up where you left off? All right, that was the machlokas. That was the discussion. Gemara is explaining like this. Says Rabbi Yochanan, when it says that from the dam, the blood of the chatas, achas pashana, okay, once a year, if it means that the applications all need to be done with one animal, so if I'm in the middle of sprinkling and I pick up where I left off, it's going to turn out two animals were sprinkled. Not one animal. And therefore it's not valid because the Pasuk says, achas. You can only use one. However, if you say that it doesn't mean according to, uh, according to Reb Shimon and Reb Elazar, they say no. It doesn't mean that all the blood has come from one animal. Rather, each sprinkle has to come from one animal. Meaning you shouldn't mix up blood by the sprinkle. 
But if you have one, if you have blood of one uh, bull, and you did that sprinkling, and then I go get new blood, I could just pick up where I left off. Because each, spr- each sprinkle needs one. It's not a vart in that the entire process has to come from one animal. Okay? Period. End of that discussion. And the Gemara beautifully left us off with, uh, with Baruch Hashem, the sources. You know, the sources for the, uh, the Machlekes. Okay. Tanya. All right? About halfway down the wide lines. Tani, we learned in the Brisa. Amar Rabbi Rabbi says, Li Chelek Reb Yaakov Belugim. Reb Yaakov showed me the differences of the Lug, which is a little bit less than a liter, but he showed me the differences in the Lug measurement of blood and oil. Okay? Meaning that. What is Rabbi saying? Rabbi is saying that Rabbi Yaakov told him this whole machlokas about blood spilling out on Yom Kippur and having to restart and so on and so forth is a machlokas concerning blood. But when it comes to the lug oil needed by the, uh, by the uh, sprinkling of the mitzorah, there there's no dispute. Okay? There's no dispute. The uh, now, what was done by the Mitzayrus? The what was done by a Mitzayrus was as follows: on the, you know, after a Mitzayrus went through his seven-day purification process, on the eighth day, the Kohen would take oil um, and pour some of it onto the hand of another Kohen. That other Kohen would dip his finger into the oil and sprinkle it seven times towards the Kodesh Hakadosh, and then. He would take more oil and place the oil on specific parts of the Mitzorah's body. If there was still more oil, then the Kayan would put it on the head of the Mitzorah. All right? So listen, again, what was the process? The process was the first Kayan would take oil, pour oil into the hand of another Kayan. Then the, the first Kayan would stick his hand into the other Kayan's hand with a finger, he would take his finger, stick into other Kayan's hand, and um, sprinkle seven times towards the Kayan put the oil on specific parts of the Mitzayra's body, behind his ear, this, uh, fine. and then, if there was anything left, he put on the on the Mitzayra's head. That was the process. And what Rabbi Yaakov told Rabbi is that um, by the Mitzora, if let's say there's not enough oil to complete the whole process, Everyone's going to agree you've got to restart the whole process. The whole machoikas is only by the blood. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Let's go. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. The light, there's no machoikas by the Mitzayra oil. If the Kayin already made some of the sprinklings Shebefnim inside the Kaydash Vinishbach Halog, and then all of a sudden, whoops, it's oily, yeah? It slips. And uh, the, the oil spills out, and ain't nothing left. Yavi Lugacher. You got to bring in more oil. You got to restart. You hear this? So we just said there's no machlokas by the oil. One second. The Bryce says specifically there is a machlokas concerning the oil. So before we even continue the Bryce, we already understand where this question is coming from. Okay, what the question is going to be. But let's keep reading. 
If the Kayan finished the uh, the sprinklings of the that was done in the Hechal, and then the oil spilled out, you can bring another more more oil. And you start again with the with the uh, placing of the oil on the body of the uh, of the Mitzar. Let's say he put it on the um, he put it on the body of the matzira and then it spills out. Now, so again, same machlekes. Let's say you come, you you finish the sprinklings and you finish the putting it on the matzira body. Everybody agrees that putting oil on the Mitzvah's head is certainly not Ma'akit. The bottom line is, is that you see that there's a, the same Machlaikas we have concerning the blood when you're in the middle of the process, when it spills out, whether you restart from the beginning or pick up where you left off, we have that same exact Machlaikas by the oil. So what's Rabbi Yaakov saying to Rebbe? Oh, Rebbe, the Machlaikas is by blood, by oil, everybody agrees that you have to restart. What are you talking about? Not true. And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, say, li You're right, that, thing, that statement was a mistake. Rabbi Yaakov told me the same achleikas by blood is exactly the same achleikas by the oil of the Mitzayra. Not that it was different, but rather it was mamish the same. Okay. Here we go. Amar Mar. Let's talk about Mitzayra for a minute. Yeah, once we spoke about in classic Gemara style, yeah, uh, you know, uh, our Mishnah was discussing when the blood spills out on Yom Kippur. Now we we uh, went a little bit of a tangent. We brought in the halacha of a Mitzayra. Once we're discussing Hilchus Mitzayra, so we're going to talk about this for a moment. Omar Mar, the Tana taught us. Everybody agreed in the in the Brisa that the oil being placed on the head of the Mitzorah is not Ma'akiv. It's not crucial. It's not essential to the process. My timeline. Why not? Why is it not so important that if there's no more oil, okay, he didn't get on his head, hit, big deal. Why is it not a big deal? If you're going to say, and when you have leftover from the oil, oh, and since we're calling it leftover, then you see it's already in a state of extra. If that's taka what it is, but now it says, we also find the word nicer when it comes to mincha, when after you separate the kaimits of flour, and you have whatever is left over. So whatever is left over is eaten by the kahanim, and we still call it leftovers, even though it's ma'akev. Hachanami d'loi ma'akev. You're going to say, oh, it's not ma'akev. Avada it is. Yeah, you, you need to have the, the leftover. Okay? And until you deal with that, the kaimits is not allowed to be, uh, be burnt. And it's gemara shiny awesome. There it's different. There's a specific psukim telling me why it's ma'akev. But otherwise, otherwise, taka, the source is going to be the fact that we call it remainder. Yeah, when, since we're calling it remainder, that means that it's remaining over from the avayda. must be that the rest is not an essential part of the avayda. Om Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, let's turn to Amud Beis. Asha Mitzayra Sheshachdu Shalai if you have the asham of a Mitzayra, that's shechted, shaloi Yeah, The kain had the wrong das, the wrong mindset, either sh- outside of its place, shaloi bismanoi, outside of its time. Okay. 
is going to bring us to the same machlokas concerning the same machlokas we've been talking about for the past number. Okay? Whether when something goes wrong, you restart the whole process, that's Rav Meir, that's a Tanakama, or Rav Blaz Rav Shimon who said you pick up where you left off. Rav Meir, Damar, Yavi Yachar, Yaschel, Betchila, according to Rav Meir who says you got to restart the Avodah from the beginning, Hachanami, Yavi Yachar, Yishrei, he'll say, okay, you got to bring another Asham, because it was Shachdut Shalai Lishmai, and now you got to restart the whole Tahara process for the Matzorah. Rav Blaz Rav Shimon, I'm Rav Mimakam Shaposak, Mishamu Maschil, Rav Blaz Rav Shimon say no. From wherever he stops, that's where he has to pick up from again. Okay? Again. So something goes wrong with the with the Asham. You restart completely, you pick up where you left off. Same Machlaikas. Maskapla Ravchista. Ravchista asked a challenging question. It says the Kayan brings it near the Asham. Now it means that this carbon, this animal specifically needs to be brought. Okay? The problem is what else are you bringing? Obviously, Rebbeir is going to say that you can't, you can't restart because you can't go and take another one. Mara says, Kasha. Okay, we're going to have a question. We're kind of leaving the halacha where it is, but we're not saying it's a question, you know, that's, uh, that's a tiyufta. It's not completely refuting our halacha. Tanya Kavasi Rebbeir We learned in a Bryce similar to Rebbeir or the Kayan did not um, did not uh, take the blood of the Asha Mitzayra and put it in the on, on the body of the Mitzayra by his thumb and his toe. This carbon is still going to be brought up on Gabi Amizbeach, and you need the regular Nesachim, you need the regular pourings that are brought with the Mitzayra of the Asham, but you still need to bring another Asham to finish off the process. Okay, so you see very clear that that um, an original animal Asham can, uh, you, you can bring another one in its place. Previously we said, oh, it's not shy, it's not possible. But over here, uh, we find that Rav is wrong. The Gemara says, "Your is going to say no." My what does it mean? You got to bring another. What does it mean? You, you need another. What does that mean? It means you got to bring another one. All, all that means is you don't necessarily do that, but you basically messed up, okay? And you, you can't because you, you can't do that. You, you're supposed to bring another one. You can't, so you're, you're kind of stuck, okay? Which sometimes we do that to ourselves, right? It's, there are some situations that just. That, that, that can't be fixed, yeah? We, we try to fix things. We're guys, we're men. Men uh, are experts at trying to find, you know, trying to fix things, and some things are just not going to be fixed. As I gave us, the Chavetz Chaim teaches us how careful we need to be with Shvira's Halashin, right? In what way? If a person speaks Lashar about somebody else, and you know that if you ask them a chila, it's going to hurt their feelings even more, you're not allowed to, you shouldn't ask them a chila. You just got to live with that over there, right? Because otherwise you're going to cause more harm than good. Yeah, so what are you supposed to do? You should have thought first, right? It's tough. So that's what it means. It means over here, yeah, you got to bring another one up, but you can't. Okay. So so uh, we're kind of stuck. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? Why are you going to say tzarech? You need something, but then it's not going to work? Why are you using the word need? Need means you're going to use it. The high ton of tzarech Yeah, why would you use the word need if it's ain't let The Gemara says, yeah, and we, 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 we have precedent for using such an expression. How so? Because we learned in a brace, 
Nazir Mimayret. If you have a Nazir, now one of the Allahs of a Nazir is he gotta, he's got to cut his hair at the end of 30 days. What if the Nazir don't got no hair? What if he's bald? Beisham Yerim Beisham says, Tzorich Havar Asar. Okay, you know what you do? You take a shaver, you take a razor, and go over your head. Even if you have no hair, at least you did a hair cutting motion. And Beisillel says, Ain't Tzorich Havar Asar. No, you don't got to do anything. And Rabbi Avino says, Kishayim Rabbi Shammai Tzorich. Rabbi Shammai says that you need to go over your head with the razor, tzarech ve'in le'takon. Okay? Um, he's basically saying that, that uh, you're just not capable of cutting your hair. He's not telling you to go through the action, but he's saying, look, he's basically saying just do something that, uh, that uh, doesn't really have a to'elas, doesn't really have a purpose. Okay? So you need to shave with a razor, but since you can't do that, um, it's basically separated from the process, it's just, uh, you know, it's no longer going to be part of the process. So what, why do we mention this halacha? The reason why we mention this halacha of the Nazir is because you find Beishamah using an expression of tzarich, that you need to do something even though there's nothing actually that's going to be done. Okay, so it could, sometimes you do find, we do find precedent. The word tzarich means you need it, but tough. What's the last letter of the Aleph base? Tough, Okay. And this argues on the opinion of Rev Pedas. Rev Pedas says, and Rev both hold the same thing. What do you mean they're both consistent with the same halacha? We just quoted, he just taught us the halacha that since a Nazir is not able to, um, that, that a Nazir should take the razor and go over his hair, even if he has, uh, even if he has no hair. It's impossible to really, uh, you know, even though it's impossible to really do it in the way that the Torah meant. Rabbi Lazar did tonight. Rabbi Lazar is similar Allah because we learned in the Mishnah, if let's say one of the things that needed to be done by Mitzayra is put blood on his ear and his thumb. What happens if the, if the Mitzayra did not have a thumb? What happens if he's missing an ear? Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, or a toe. Yeah, so what's the halacha? He's stuck. He's stuck. He can never be totally pure because he can't fulfill the purification process. That is the Tanakhama. Rabbi Lazar Aymer. No. You can become pure. How so? No saying I'm going to come Put the blood in a place, put the blood in a place where the toe should be or in a place where the ear should be, so on and so forth. The thumb. The yaitze and your, your yaitze zayn. You, you did what you needed to do. Shimon Shimon says, "If Nasan al shall smile, yatsa. Usually, you're supposed to do it on the right foot. If you did on the left foot, then he kind of wiggled out. So we have a you know a, a three way um, approach over here. Either Tanakama, you're done. Rev Meir, uh, Rabbi Alazar says, you put it where it would be on other people. You put the blood wherever the wherever you know that that organ would be on that body part would be on other people. And Rev Shimon says." That even better, you should just do it on a, a, a different toe or a different thumb. Okay. At least try to do something. That's what he's agreeing with. Tanra and the rabbis learn, so Asha. The Kayan takes the blood of the Asha and he brings it to the, the Mitzayra who is being purified. I would think that maybe you've got to take the blood of the vessel. 
that he places the blood on the Mitzrayim, just like the Nesina is done with the body of the Kayin, that we know that he sprinkled with his finger, in the same way that the placing of the blood was done with the dipping of the finger, so too the taking and the bringing was done with his hand. He did not do it with a kli. I would have thought that the um, the blood also when it was of the Mitzorah, when it's brought to the Mitzbeach, should also be done with the hand of the Kayin, and, uh, and not with a kli. Talmud Leimar says in the Torah, ki kachatos ha'osham hu, because it's like the chatos, the osham. What does that mean? Ma chatos to unakli. This osham of the Mitzorah has to be like the chat, uh, uh, regular korban chatos, the, the chatos of the, of the Mitzorah. Just like the chatos, we know for sure, needs to be brought in a kli, okay? That was part of the halachas of the, uh, of the uh, regular chatas. Af osham tom kli. So, so to the osham of the Mitzorah also needs a kli. Nimtzah satayimer, it's coming out, the halacha is, osham Mitzorah shnei kahanim ekalim hazdama. Here's what ultimately ended up happening. Tu kahanim did the kabolas hadam of the Kohen's osham. Echod biyad vechod bekli. One... Um, did the Kabbalah Saddam straight into his hand. The other one did the Kabbalah Saddam was holding a kli that the blood went into. This is fascinating. Yet you shechted the carbon asham of the Mitzrayah. Two kaihanim did the Kabbalah Saddam. One stood there with his hand accepting blood. The other one stood there with a kli accepting blood. Zesha makabal bekli, the one who was makabal in a vessel, would bring it to the Mitzrayah and sprinkle it there. Zesha kibal biyad, and the one who was makabal in his hand, not in the vessel, Balai ate the Mitzrayah, so then he, the one with his hand, he would come to the Mitzrayah and start putting the blood on the necessary places of the body of the Mitzrayah. Okay, let's keep going. We, this, we have a little bit of a change of a conversation, but this discussion ends towards the top of Amad Aleph, so let's, let's finish off today's daf, get to tomorrow's daf. Bez Hashem will finish the parak tomorrow night. Tanan Hazar. We learned in a Mishnah over there. Okay, the kula matam and begod. So this is uh, this is going back to the halachas of Yom Kippur. We said that um, if the blood spills out before before the sprinkling is done, if the blood spills out before the sprinkling is is done, the halacha is you have to go back and shecht another carbon. You have to shecht another bull or another goat. Okay, there, therefore you get more down. So we learned the kula metame begod. Okay, all of these carbonites are metame, they, they, they uh, begod them if they are tame. We'll explain in a moment what that means. Venisrafen abesadeshen, and they also will be burnt at the, at the area called the besadeshen. Okay, there's a place of ashes that was right outside Yerushalayim where the um, extra parts of the parach, of the parachatos and the sierachatos were brought and they would burn. Now the kaihanim who would bring these animals would become tamay and their clothing became tamay. Okay? What we're saying in this brisa is that even when you had multiple Parchatas or sa'irchatas, like when the blood spilled, we did the more. Even the second par and the second sa'ir, when they were carried out to the 
to the uh, base Hadeshen by these Kaihanim, those additional Kaihanim would become Tameh along with their clothes. Divir Abulaz Rib Shimon, that's the opinion of Abulaz Rib Shimon. The Chom say, Ain Metameh Begodim. No, the, the second animals wouldn't have such a severe Tameh to be Metameh the Begodim, Ain Nisrafen Abes Hadeshen, Ella Ha'akra and Hayil, Vagamar by Kapar. You hear this? The second animals are what give off the Tameh because. Ultimately, the sprinklings were completed with them, and when the sprinklings are completed, that's what gives off the kapara. So only the animals that ultimately got the complete kapara for Klal Yisrael, for the Kayan, that's what would give off the Tumah. But the original ones would not. Okay. How many goats would the Kayan Gadol send off the cliff? The Sayur Lazaza. Okay? Amar he says, what, 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 I don't understand your question. What do you mean, how many? Do, do Kaihanim send entire herds of goats as Sa'ir Lazaza? What type of question is that? You send a Sa'ir Lazaza. I don't understand what you're asking. So, Rava explains. Amar Lai, Rava says, top of tomorrow's daf, one second. If you don't want to talk about multiple animals, well, you said that by the par and the sawyer, we said by the par and the sawyer, so it's all brought to, the, uh, to, to this area outside Yerushalayim, okay? And it says in the Brisa that all, all of the chatos, all the parais, and all of the sawyer, all the seirim, give off tumma. I thought there's only one. Why are you asking on me? Rob is answering like a good Jew. And he's, instead of answering the question, he's just asking the question right back on them. So Gemara says, no. Me dummy, hasam like siv aisai, hachak siv aisai. What's the point of this conversation? Let me explain what just happened. Rabbi asked the Shiloh. Rabbi Shiloh was basically, he didn't say this straight out in his question, but now, now that we finished the Gemara, the Shiloh was, the same way you get replacement bulls and goats to get more dam, would that same thing apply for the sa'ir lazaza? that you could have multiple animals have the status of a Sa'ir Lazaza. To which the Gemara responds, no. It says, I say, there's only one animal that ultimately is ever going to have the status of a Sa'ir Lazaza, as opposed to the Parchatas and the, pa- and the Sa'ir Achatas, where it doesn't use the word I say, that's where we say you can have multiple animals with that shame, with that name, hence, more, hence you would take more animals out to the, uh, out to the uh, base of Deshav. Um, okay, the Gemara, we're up to Idmar, we'll hold it here for today, and Bez Hashem, uh, we'll pick up from here tomorrow evening on Matzah Shabbos, uh, let's call it for 10 p.m., all right, and I'll put it on the, uh, I'll put it on the chat, Bez Hashem, 10 p.m., have a wonderful Shabbos, good chaydish, everybody, Zagaben.